Hello everybody, this is Adam. I'm Andrew. And you're listening to the A-Strings Podcast. Music! So welcome to episode two. Hope you're all well out there. Thank you for all the kind comments you've given us so far for episode one. And uh, yeah, we're going to delve right in. Today is the Nam Heavy episode, so there's lots to talk about. Lots of things being released as we, even as we record this. So we're going to try and cover what we've discovered so far and what we're allowed to talk about. <laughs> I, uh, just to give you a bit of a picture with regards to what I'm seeing right now. Adam is sat down in <laughs> um, in all in black, which isn't that uh, surprising because he, he does like the color black quite a bit, but it's quite a tight t-shirt top with like a turtleneck it's a turtleneck okay? jumper turtleneck yeah. jumper but the thing is it's you're the milk train man but, but I'm, I know I'm sat in front of you're black you're sat as well. in front of a black background so I do glance up every now and again and it does <laughs> look just like a, a floating head <laughs> yeah I, yeah. I, well. I'll take a picture and we'll oh, yeah, post it up, it up on yeah, the, it up. Yeah. Um, so we've uh, had a really good reaction from episode one as well yeah it's gone really really well given that you know it's only like five six days since we um, re-released it and stuff. Yeah. So it went out on last Thursday. Yeah. And um, we're recording this on Tuesday. This is the Tuesday ready for, yeah, the Thursday Mm. for episode two. Um, Do you want to delve right in for the news? Hang on, picture. (laughs) Do you want to delve right in with the news? What news? Well, the important news or the NAM news? Um... Well, we've got the important news coming up, but just on anything that's happened since we've recorded, um, we've got for the shop some new. Uh, we've had some new PRSs in. Yeah, yeah, really nice PRSs. Yep. So uh, all all of the SE line, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. some really new pieces that we haven't had in before, and you've. I've not prepped at all for this episode because <laughs> I did my lists and everything last week, so I thought that's okay. That, so I'm into I've, it a little bit. Blind. I got this. Uh, you made an order for the, some Japanese takamines, yeah, which was really really nice. Mm, collector's edition. We've got a today meeting our new fender rep for the first time. Ah, uh, yeah, be nice. I was thinking about this. Did we talk about Terry in the last episode? No, I don't think we did. But do you want to give people a little quick? Uh, yeah, Terry quick was story? our fender rep. For well, since the beginning of A strings in Triforest, I met him when I was down in Cardiff Bay for the first time and told him what um, we were going to be doing here. And um, he came along and had a look at the premises with me. And he, yeah, he basically helped us out from the very beginning. So yeah. when we heard he was leaving Fender at the end of last year, pretty gutted, really. But yeah, we've been definitely. told that uh, Sean is an absolute blast. He's from yeah. Irish, so he's covering us uh, from over there. Meeting him today for the first time. Bro. And Terry, I believe, is opening up a guitar shop stroke coffee shop down in um, oh, where is it? Oakhampton. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's where he lives. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he <laughs> he's one of those reps that would, um, you'd offer him a cup of coffee and uh, you'd make it for him and he wouldn't touch it because he'd have a sniff. He'd remember that, okay, you know, it's not artisanal uh, coffee. <laughs> yeah. So he used to bring his own coffee bags like tea bags these oh that's right yeah. yeah i remember that. and yeah, the yeah. last time he came to visit me was the first time he'd given me a cup of his coffee in the bags was it yeah and it was really really good first time he shared with yeah you. yeah so that'd be that'd be nice though yeah you know 
Is it? Is I, I imagine we'll have to pop down and oh, we will definitely pop down. Yeah, I imagine it's quite a nice little area as well. Yeah, oh, that'd be cool. Well, we we do love Terry, and uh, I'm excited to meet Sean. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cool. To be sure. To be oh god, here we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, this ta- this this adds your tally of Irish people you know up by one now. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we were flabbergasted by the uh, by the list by the uh, the influx. I I yeah, Trina. Kate and um, Kieran, and now Sean. Yeah, and I think there are one or two others. I Brian. Who comes oh, in. Brian who comes in. Brian, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big hands. <laughs> That's going to be a top five list, I'm sure, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, cust- Customers with the biggest hands. <laughs> yeah. You know now if you come in and we shake your hands and we're, we're checking and we're really studying those hands that yeah. you might make the top list. <laughs> when the handshake lasts just half a second longer than is comfortable, <laughs> like you know that there's all sorts of uh, attention being paid to this uh, yeah. gesture. Uh, so we had uh, Steve from Blackstar come in. Yes, yeah, yeah. And he, oh, he actually, what a man. So He actually listened to the podcast yeah. on the way down. And he came in on Friday and the podcast went out on Thursday. Yes. So, you know, that's pretty phenomenal. So he came in mm. with a selection of biscuits like I've never seen. Yeah. So Good, good quality biscuits. Yeah. Are we jumping the gun yet? We'll, we'll give a rundown of them. we naturally gone into biscuit We'll news. give a rundown in in our in biscuit news. We'll do that. Sorry. Uh, no, don't be sorry. It's exciting. Yeah, well, I apologize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your boss. Whatever. Um, so Steve brought down the... New HT20, which is the amp that we were discussing last week. Mm. Uh, and I haven't heard it, but you played through it, didn't uh, you? Yeah, we've done a little video. I played through it. Very, very, very nice. It's very... the Blues Junior, not the Blues Junior. It's the advert. Yeah, it's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we asked him about the advert as well. Obviously, he doesn't design these adverts and go out and mm. things like that. Uh, but a very, he had a, very, a couple of interesting things to say. One was that Blackstar is basically going back... When they first started... Obviously, they are ex-Marshall guys. That's the story. Uh, they a little bit antagonistic, and yeah, when and they first came when out, they first came out, to ruffle some feathers. Yeah, and they basically they, it looks like they're just going to be going down that line in terms of a few advertisements again. I get you know just to kind of ruffle some feathers, and actually, it's quite good. Yes, yeah. everyone's a little bit too nice to each other. I yeah. think everyone's a little bit yeah. scared of offending the other one. Why not? It makes it yeah. a little bit more interesting, yeah. it, doesn't it? And. It was interesting because what last time we were discussing it, it was just it was to see whether this would stand up to the the ballsy advert. Um it's a very it's a brilliant amp. It is a very, very good amp. It's a complete redesign of the old twenty. It's you know, it's it's not nothing like the old twenty. Um uh, So is it more of a kind of continuation of like the H D five in with regards to features and Yeah, so uh so what Steve said was it's because he, think of it as the HT five's bigger brother right. as opposed to what it used to be, which was the forties little brother. Right. That was the way yeah. of discuss, of describing it. Voice switchable on both channels. So essentially you've got four two cleans, two overdrive styles on two over two channels. Does it sounds great. Does yeah. sound really, really good. And it's and it's based on a blues junior style kind it's of It's weird because I I think they've just gone after they've just gone after someone. I think they've just spun a bottle Pick, and just gone after yeah, just gone after someone. Maybe yeah. it's you know it's a similar sort of size and maybe it's wattage. like the um yeah, what's that? 
thing where you, you go into jail and the first thing you do when you go into jail oh, is punch the biggest pick, guy. Pick a fight with, with the biggest, biggest guy. guy. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it sounded really, really nice. He also brought in one of the Studio 10 amps as well, and he's done a little spotlight video for us. They'll be going out uh, probably next week, Tom? Friday. They'll be going out Friday. Oh, he's given himself a day as well. <laughs> Those are going out Friday. And you've heard it here first, so that's tomorrow by the time you listen to this. <laughs> or yesterday if you're in the future. Um, really, really <laughs> cool. Uh, who else has been in? Uh, Andy so- Barnes and Mullins. Yeah, Barnes. Brought no biscuits, so we'll brush over that one. No, and we've told him. We've yeah. told him now. So next time, yeah. Andy. He, he looked at us and laughed. You and yeah, okay. Well, forget us. Ignore us at your peril. Yeah, you know. Did he have any news? There's quite a few of the um, of the manufacturers now and the suppliers. This might be a little bit boring, but I th- it's quite interesting. You're probably going to notice a bit of a difference. Um, this is going to notice a bit of a difference um, consumer-wise in as much as the likes of Fender... Uh, Faith, uh, Blackstar, and I think Vox, uh, Korg are starting to do it as well. They're only going to allow retailers to list online what they've actually got in stock or what they've got on order. So if we've got something on order, and if I order a Fender Stratocaster and Fender haven't got it in stock, that's fine. Fine, I'm allowed to list it because I've got it on order from them. Right. But um, if I've, if basically what they're trying to do, they're trying to stop a lot of these boys from out there that are stocking things at a lower price and they haven't got them in stock. Yeah. Because basically... We see that happening a lot. Loads. So, yeah. um, That's that's news to me. That's the first I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I I can tell by the shock look in your face. Yeah. That's really... (laughs) A shock floating head. I was going to say, all there is is my face. Yeah. So, I mean, that could really... You think of the website size of some of these big boys. mm. If they can't... Do you know what I mean? If they can't... if they can't physically well, have the what, items on their website if they haven't got them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to take a lot of policing and it'll be interesting to see how it works out. You know, there's, as I mentioned last week, you know, there's lots of um, turbulence out there at the moment. Yeah. And things do kind of hit the fan every few years anyway and you get these kind of, you know, the big boys spit their dummies out and you get a lot of kind of um, fighting amongst them to try and win market share and then things kind of calm down. And yeah. in... When things like that happen, suppliers do try to enforce different rules just to try and get everybody to behave themselves. Okay. So this is the newest one now, and it, it is legal. Apparently, you are allowed to enforce this if you've got if you've not got it in stock and you've no intention of getting in, getting it in stock. So you haven't placed an order for it. You can't have it on the website. So you know, uh, even, for, even for us, you know, yeah, we, you know, we, the size we are of the shop that we are and where we are, there's absolutely no way. On Earth, we can stock everything that's in the Fender catalog, or you know, choose a catalog. You know, you, you can't afford and you can't physically have everything uh, in stock. So, yeah. you know, the bigger guys who've obviously got the greater capacity to be able to do these things, they should be having a, a greater um, selection of stock on their websites, which um, they'll benefit from. But you know, with some of the um, guys out there that um, are just listing things with 
no stock on the shelves, well, they're going to have to stop doing it. Mm. Like I say, how the suppliers police that, I don't know. But but there is a downside. And from our point of view, where we are able to list, you know, think of things like the Fender players that came out. Mm. You know, because Fender was so oversold, mm. we didn't see a prop, we didn't see a player in stock for a long while. Mm. But it would hinder us to not have the player series on the website. But we had them on order. People, right, okay, yeah, okay. But what about what about things like... Oh, I, I questioned that... Legacy we, Fender things. So we've had it in stock, it's sold. Yeah. Or do we then have to take it off the website until apparently, we order another one? Apparently. Which is difficult when someone goes onto our website looking for things. Looking for things, yeah. And they like, you know, they would think, oh, they don't, what? They don't stock... American. I know it's. I, I know it's. This is the extreme example, but they don't stock American Fender, so I'll go somewhere else. Mm. Just as as an example, you know. Yeah. No, it's um. It, there'll be an adjustment period, and it'll be see. It'll be interesting to see if people do, um, you know, abide by the rules, and if they don't, how the suppliers kind of react to it. But yeah, um, you might go onto websites in three four weeks time and notice that they've got a far um, smaller selection than they mm. did at the beginning of the year. They're probably not, um, they probably got the same amount of stock that they've always had, but it's just what they're allowed to list is different. You know, what it will encourage is for, you know, shops to get a little bit more adventurous with what they're ordering in because, for example, like a left-handed 12-string Gretsch, you know, which would be mm. an investment that you think, you know, I'll never sell this. If you're the only person with one online, at some point you're going to sell it a lot quicker than yeah. um, than you would before. Because rather than waiting for that, customer because in the to meantime somebody might have gone on to whatever website, seen that you can get this guitar at a cheaper price because they haven't got it in stock, just order it from them, and then yeah. usually it's the sort of uh, so the people who have gone in stock are the ones who are losing out. Yeah, they they usually sort of from the stories that I've heard from people when there's things that are not in stock, usually they'll It'll be like the sort of the cat and ball thing yeah. where they'll say, oh, you know, it's, we've ordered it this week and then but the if week you after comes and then it's yeah. like, oh, we've all, you know, it's going to be, it, it, you know, there's been a few instances where customers have come to us and they've said, basically been lied to, you know, to fed up and they've got, yeah, and they've, they've come yeah, to they've, us to, yeah, to physically um, yeah, place yeah, yeah. an order. Uh, while we're talking of big boys, um, this isn't going where you think it's going, Andrew, <laughs> but we're in, and we're in news. So, uh, this week, there's been two press releases from Gibson. Mm. Now, we don't stock Gibson, but Gibson are... They got in touch with us. They they wanted yeah. to deal with us a little while ago. And yeah. we chose not to because they won a very good point in from what we were told by other shops and by other reps with regards mm. to how they were... Um, how easy, how they, they, were, how easy they were to deal with. Yeah, It wasn't the right time for us to do it, yeah. but you know, it'd be it'd be lovely to be able to... Yeah, so they've, you know, they, they, they're probably the most talked about guitar brand in, of the last, especially the last 12 months. Uh, sort of new CEO, there's new, uh, you know, there's new chairs of pretty much every department. So they've announced their new line. They are going to NAMM this year. You know, last year they didn't Yeah, they bother. didn't. They did the CES show, didn't yeah, they? So it is, shows how they lost their way. You yeah. know, they felt more in line with Samsung and Apple than they did with... Yeah, Fender and PRS, you know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's bonkers. Um, so the new line is all stripped back. It's basically, it's almost as if they've read the forums, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, they've sat in a around a table and said what the customers want, and actually 
read and listen to what customers want rather than decide for themselves. Mm. So, yep, there's, you know, nice, simple new lines. There's a modern option for people if they want that modern sort of, you know, four push poles and all that sort of bits and pieces. Uh, but they've done away with all of the mod cons, all of the mm. robot stuff and holograms and Brilliant. And everything. prices come down a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. So they started to put prices out. There's a couple of new lines with cheaper pricing. Uh, but I was looking yesterday, and I think there was a, an American SG, which was just under two thousand mm. dollars. So I don't know what that is exchange rate wise. Yeah, but um, it won't be far off mm. dollars for pounds. But um, that's good. But you know, so they've obviously listened right. to forms in in that respect. But I think. It, I don't think it's as much of a problem in the states as it is over here. But I think the next thing that they need to tackle is the way that they deal with yeah uh, with shops because what you know I, I've had we've had a quiet day today, but I've had three conversations about Gibson. All right, the, the customers want to see the stuff, you know, and yeah. you know, the, yeah. I think that when you're um, dealing with a an instrument that is well, every instrument is an investment, you know, any money that you spend on something like this, you know, you, you want to make sure that it's getting everything for your money um, and you've got the backup for it. And you're not going to want to spend 1500 two grand, three grand on a guitar that you've got no kind of recourse with. No. You know, if you've got no backup with it, you know, it's um, it's a dangerous thing. Watch this space, I guess. Mm. You know, it's going to be, it's it's, an, it's a conversation that... Funny enough, you know, the, the, customer, the one customer who came in today mm. um, brought in his um, uh, Explorer. Yeah. Uh, Pelham Blue Explorer with um, robot machine heads on and he wants a set of locking tuners for the um, for the thing because he wants to take the, yep. the robot off. off. Yeah. 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 Pro- yeah, it was, I think, you know, 2012, 2013 was probably, the, that was the most common uh, mm. thing. Got the guitar, take them off. But uh, yeah, so I just think it's interesting. It's going to be an interesting one to watch, and hopefully, it's just going to keep. It'll keep going in that mm. right direction. And um, if there's a yeah. you know if there's a sort of conversation, I mean, there's no UK supplier, is it? It's direct at it's the moment. It's direct, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's. A, I just think it's an interesting one. Mm. <coughs> <laughs> we just cut that bit out. We were just uh, Tom Jones in. <laughs> Big news was the state of our water on Friday. Oh, my God. I mean, I, and Andrew had to angry tweet. <laughs> Welsh water. Angry Come tweet. Come um, So there's, uh, I guess we, we have to apologize because there are customers that came in and had tea and coffee with us. <laughs> now, but we didn't realize, and I tell you why we didn't realize, because I made a concerted effort to uh, consume more water than normal on Friday because my water consumption is poor at the moment at best so it was only because i got distracted by um somebody and turned away and only looked back to see the tap running without my flask underneath it to see that the water was turd turd brown (laughs) (laughs) absolutely it was bad it was disgusting but the worst thing was is that because of the way that you think of, you know, when you fill a kettle, you put the kettle up to the tap. You put the kettle up to the tap. You turn the, the flask up to the tap. Yeah, yeah. So you don't see the water. No, we. And then your tea bag or coffee's in the mug already. Yeah. So when that goes in, it's become brown. Mm. So I um I don't live very far away from the shop as at the moment, and um, 
I text my wife, Kate, to say, look at, I, I sent her a picture. I said, look at this water. It's filthy. We've been drinking from it all day. And she texts back saying something along the lines of, yeah, we had a text to say, don't use the water between 12 o'clock and six o'clock in the evening. Uh, so I've got news. Mm-hmm. It's something in the pipeline that might be quite interesting mm-hmm. for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, job we, opportunities. Uh, we were, yeah, <laughs> uh, always on monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, other job websites are available. Um, uh, so we were here Friday and it was weird. We had Steve from Blackstar here mm. and it was almost like a Blackstar artist reunion. Um, cause, uh, it was mad, wasn't it? Yeah. So we had James here from the Manic Street Preachers. Preachers. I was being careful. I didn't want to say that he'd been in the shop in case he didn't want anyone fucking knowing. <laughs> uh, did he buy stuff like a person? <laughs> um, and then. And then uh, my old friend from a long, long time ago, uh, Darren, who used to be in Funeral for a Friend, mm-hmm. the Welsh band, yeah. uh, was here, who was also a Blackstar Black, artist. The first ever the first, Blackstar. Yeah, the first, they were the first yeah. band to be signed to that. Uh, so we got talking, and uh, we are gonna, there's gonna be, we're going to try and sort of do some sort of musical project together. Ah. And it's really weird, because obviously, when I was younger, you know, they were... Funeral a band, for a fear. A band that I would listen to. That's what we're going to call it, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the band have to sign off on it. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, that's so it's, um, yeah, we've been back and forth with some ideas and stuff. But uh, that's my news. It's quite. We've had a hell of a week, biscuit news wise. Yeah. So. We touched upon it earlier on. But. Yeah, I'm after really, last really week's uh, introduction to biscuit news, we have had a uh, an influx. Uh, but first, let's introduce it properly. <laughs> There we go. Okay. So Steve from Blackstar popped in and he brought us in basically a a shed load of of cookies, but they weren't just any cookies. No. This was Sainsbury's Taste the Difference. Taste the Difference. The real deal. And they were all different. So we had three three packs. So we had the chocolate chip ones. Standard chocolate chip, which were not, they were amazing. Raspberry and white chocolate. My favorite ones. And then the Uh, caramel and chocolate. Salted caramel, Tom? Yeah. So what was it? Salted caramel and chocolate in there. Unfortunately, we're talking these in a, about these in a past tense because... We've eaten them all. Well, yeah, and you've got to eat them before they go off these ones because they do, they're better on the day. Yeah, yeah. But, but they yeah, were he, he listened to the podcast within like tw- 24 hours of us putting him. Not even that, probably less than that. Because we put it up in the evening. Yeah. He's listened to it on the way down. No, it was brilliant. And actually, you know, Steve is the product demonstrator for Blackstar. So Steve is the guy you'll see on all their videos. And like Steve will be in Nam now, but he's kind of moved up the chain a bit as well, and he's he's become our so he's our he's our rep, rep as, as well. well. So he's a sales manager. So he's got me. a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to you know to deal with, but he's always brilliant and always comes in and does videos for us. And, mm. and you know any questions we've got in terms of these product lines and things, he's always yeah he's always top on the ball. But yeah, you know just just that little gesture as well. Yeah, it was nice. It was it was nice to see. And then oh, yeah, we had uh, one of our. Um, really good friends and customer, uh, Doctor Dan. So no, he, he remained nameless. He, he didn't want his name to be mentioned. Oh, doesn't he? So just call him Mister Doctor oh, okay, okay. Whippy. We'll call him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, literally his name. <laughs> <laughs> so our good friend with the pseudonym yeah. Doctor Whippy, real name, uh, popped in on. 
late, late Friday because I had you to had go. You off. And, he, was and um, he brought the season. Now, Tom was talking to him. So are these... Spin them so I can see the pack. So Okay, so these are called Border Family Biscuits, Dark Chocolate Gingers. And the only thing I can say is that there is a lot of ginger in that biscuit. There's a lot of ginger. They in are biscuit. strong. Yeah. Really, like, really strong. Mm. It's good. Mm. Really, really good. But it is strong. Mm. So for the benefit of the tape, Andrew and Tom have both got a mouthful of these biscuits. So Watch I'm gonna this. keep so I'm gonna keep talking. Right. So this is an MS shortbread. It's an entire like Christmas tin of shortbread from again. Is that a moose? One of our favourite uh that's a deer. Or it'd be a reindeer, I guess, if it's kind of I don't know. Maybe. You can tell we're all uh, stank. Yeah, we're well up on our animals. <laughs> um this is one of our, our other great customers and friends, Clive, uh popped in on Saturday. CW. And uh brought us these. Now, there's a conspiracy theory. I don't believe it, right? So the conspiracy theory is, and you'll be listening, so you'll be able to tell us, were these or were these not a Christmas gift to you, Clive? Because this is what the boys think. No, I don't think so. I think these were bought for us because I know that that's the type of person you are. They're sealed. These are... <laughs> but the, um, there's one missing. No, do you know what, though? Um, so these are in the shape of... Um, they're Scottish shortbread. Yeah, so they're like thistles right. and... Is that like one of those sea anemones kind of... No, it's a thistle. That. That's a thistle. There's a shield. Shield, a coat of arms. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, shortbread's always like that. You're going to drop that lid now. It's going to... There we go. Right, so Andrew's going to bust that open. So, Biscuit News has really been a success. Now, we didn't expect people to you know, bring us biscuits, especially especially you guys and, and customers and things. Reps, you're on your toes. We're expecting it. Mm. Customers-wise, you're absolutely... Maybe we should have some golden. kind of league table. Well, if you're going to encourage a league table, then I don't I don't want people scrapping in the shop over a box of bourbons. You know. That one looks like a giant pick. That does look like a plectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You carry on. <laughs> what? Were you reinforcing the word plectrum because it might have sounded like a... <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you had a mouthful of shortbread, and, it, and it's a podcast. Mm. I was just letting them know that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it for, for Biscuit News? For Biscuit News, yeah, I think so. So, yeah, Black Star, the... Um, top, of the top, top of the rep table, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Cool. So, hit the music! Biscuit News! So today we are talking about Nam. Now... We are kind of in the midst of all the announcements. We are not quite at the show yet in terms of, you know, it hasn't kicked off. Uh, but let's talk about what we do know so far and what we've sort of got mm. kind of coming in and things like that. And then Thursday, which is when this is going out, is when most of the big announcements are being made. I think looking at Fender's kind of schedule and um, mm -hmm. all the other things, I think... By the time this goes out, most of the big things that will have been announced anyway. So let's start with a a brand. Cool. Uh, do you want me to pick? Yeah. Marshall. Right. We got Andy from Marshall coming in next week, actually. We've already got some of um, these on order, but they've got these amazing new low-powered um, British-made JCM 800. Yep. Uh, Jubilee. Yep. 
and Plexi. Yeah, 1959, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, head and cap version or combo version, but they're down to, they're 20 watt amps, yeah. aren't they, with them power scaling down again. Yes, so to you two can, watts, I think. Yeah, so you 10%. can use them all at home. You can use them direct out for recording. They're all more than gigable because 20 watts 20 is watts. as much as you need for gigging as well. Yeah. It's, I was talking about to somebody in the shop earlier on and they said, you know, they should have done this ages ago, but I see it as a positive step with regards to the identifying what what they need to do. Yeah. And, you know, I think that Marshall have got a really, really damn good range of amps out at the moment. Yeah. And you think that, you know, gone are the days of the 120 watt head, 150 watt. The only reason you'd ever want anything that loud now is if you needed loads and loads of headroom for clean stuff, I think. I don't think that you'd ever need, you know, I don't think that anybody, or even, you know, big touring bands, you know, unless it's for show, you don't need amps that are that big because. No. Well, that's why you see so many of these, you know, these these amp top boxes now and the, you know, Mm. these, well, attenuators and power soaps and things like that. I think I think most of the market are at home. You know, even if you are gigging, you play at home. Mm. Yeah. You know, or if you're practicing at home. And having, you know, having a hundred watt Jubilee head, you know, how mm. you know, how loud can you put that in the house? Yeah. Unless and, you're in a you know And for ninety five percent of Marshall users who are gonna be seeking the you know, the all out gain yeah. channels, I mean something smaller is going to produce the tones that they are actually looking for in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So these are the Studio Series, I believe, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, now, the Jubilee is kind of just... It's just been sort of put into this series, isn't it? But there's already that mini yeah. mini head option and things. Uh, so yeah, JCM, that's going to be the one to look at, I think. Yeah. Is the 800. Yeah. Definitely. So I think Marshall are pretty on the ball with regards to these things. So I think that as soon as... I think that with the last year, with the DSLs, we had those like a day or two before they were actually announced, didn't we? So, yes, yeah, yeah. So, so I'd like to think that we've got these coming through as well. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really nice. Mm. But yeah, they are—they're definitely on a roll with the origins, the updated DSLs, and yeah. then, and now these. You know, they are—they are kind of coming back to yeah to the fore. Yeah, Vox. Vox, on the other who, hand, no, who are my personal. Uh, you know, I'm a Vox man. You know, they're my favourite. So you know, when they get things right. I'm no one's happier than I am. Yeah. When they get things a little bit, when they seem to misread the the market and the kind of mood out there and the planet and the pla- <laughs> you, you, you do kind of uh, wonder where they're at really. So it's already been announced. Yes. By by yeah. now. So so you've got basically our favorite amp of 2018, which yeah. was the Super Beetle, yeah. this little MV50 head, uh, AC30 head. With reverb and tremolo, yes, on top of a wonderful kind of diamond grill cloth cabinet yep. with a ten inch, yes, yep. Celestian, nice tall, the old vintage with the with the sort of you know with the head is sat on the yeah the with legs. the kind of the old fashioned chrome stand, you know, absolutely fab. We, yep. It looked amazing. It sounded even better. Yeah. So basically, they've taken a great thing, and they've made it a bit more. Um, I don't know what what would you British British. That's the only thing I can. So they've re-released it with Union Jack coverings, as opposed to your nice kind of diamond grill cloth. Yeah, that everybody. So wants. the cloths have been replaced. So it's the not cloths have been replaced. Yeah. No, so it's the same. So we've been calling it the Super Brexit. Brilliant. It, to be fair to them, I don't think that it's a decision made by British R and D. 
no. you know, they designed the amps. It, Vox is owned by the Japanese, and they've they had an idea to cover it in. They did this a little while ago. Do you remember we had the Union Jack wah pedals, Union yeah. Jack uh, Pathfinders? Oh yeah. And That's right. yeah, did we get any of them? Did we have any of them? Yeah, we did. Did we? And and the I remember <laughs> especially the UK in, was. Yeah, I remember them in you know Ronda Valley's kind of area of of the world. Uh, you know, I'm absolutely surprised that we've um, we don't still have them. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know, ideally, I think they're trying to target the you know the mods, yeah, and the kind of um, swinging sixties Britain kind of um, vibe. But it's just the wrong month to release a Union Jack amplifier. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, and yeah. then in gone are the days of uh, and and of then Ginger Spice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and. Uh, they brought a two AC fifteens. Yeah, you wonder what the intentions are with it because they've taken an AC fifteen, mm-hmm. they've given it to the Americans to assemble, and then put a an American speaker in it and uh, yes. warehouse speakers. Warehouse. Yeah, I, I didn't not no. come across. I them thought, before. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what they're saying is that you know make your your British AC fifteen sound a bit more American. Yeah. By putting one of these speakers in there, which is which weird because you yeah. buy it for its Britishness. Surely, I, I don't know. You know, like it, it, well, yeah, nothing, you buy a Vox because it's that British kind of woody kind of dark, nothing darker tone. Exactly. You know, yeah. it, it is the sound of of British sixties music, seventies music, and mm. um, it's been adopted by lots of other synths in different ways. But you know, as it stands as an amplifier, you, you're buying it for its heritage. Yeah. So to muck about with it, I, d- I might be completely wrong this with it. This is just a limited though, isn't it? They're, they're still doing the 15? Oh yeah, you've got the right, normal so 15. The 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15. So, yeah, I, like I say, I just get a little bit disappointed sometimes when it seems like they've, you know, kind of just misread or missed a point of, um, mm. yeah, they haven't read the, the public that well, I don't think. But I might be completely wrong. This amplifier might sound absolutely amazing because of... They might do, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's the the VX fifteens and the fifty, yeah, which is replacing the VX one and two, yeah. So the VX, uh, the bigger of the two, the fifty, is new tube loaded, right? So it's the little ABS style. They're both ABS style housing. Uh, the fifty is much like the acoustic keyboard and bass ones that are the new tube loaded as well. Mm. They'll be interesting because the new tube stuff works really really well, and they're going to be a good price point, I think, as well. So. Mm. Yeah, they'd be quite cool to, to listen to. The acoustic one we sell a lot of, don't we? Because they're very, very nice acoustic Yeah, amps. I think that, you know, with, you know, the new tube stuff that they've developed now, I think that it's the obvious next step for to replace the Valvetronics yeah. side of things where they they can have a proper valve amp alongside, you know, something with digital effects and all that kind yeah. of thing. I think that that's probably their next obvious yeah. um, route. Mm. So the big chunk of... What we have to talk about sits in with Fender, doesn't it? Yeah, now, Fender loads of it, and like so, so much. Yeah. So, should we just talk about kind of our favorite bits that we've seen? Yeah. Well, interestingly, you know, they they released the um, performer range back in November. Yeah. And you know, looking at it, you know, there is so much stuff that they've released now mm-hmm. that I think that they probably did the performer in November because it would just get lost amongst all of the other. 
um, other announcements that they've got for this, you know? I think with something as big as a line replacement mm. like that, yeah, I think it's You've got to do it to separately do it. Yeah. to, yeah. So the interesting thing with this year is you've got the alternate reality, which is taken over from the parallel universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, in as much as it's kind of those weird offsets. There's a Meteora in there. In uh, in a Mexican range, that, though, isn't so it? So these are Mexican, and they're available all throughout the year. So they're you can order them within models. 2019, but um, I I think it's quite clever on their part in as much as they'll see what's popular. So they'll yeah. you can order it through 2019 and um, in 2020 then and beyond. I think that at that point, they'll have a good idea with regards to what people are interested in, mm-hmm. what models, what colours, and that's what we'll probably see as... Um, Continual product. Then after that, I think. yeah, that's quite cool. So yeah, so there's a fair, there was a fair few in there. Yeah, and uh, so you mentioned the meteor. So that was kind of, that's kind of the biggest one because that was such everybody a big loved from the, last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the it was the model out of the lot that everybody really really wanted to see. Yeah. We had the very first one in Europe. We did, and which was <laughs> it wasn't deliberate. It was a um, I think it was a, a gigantic kind of cock up on uh, Fender's shipping. Uh, yeah. Uh, part but um yeah we had it through we did a video and uh, the customer had it he knew the moment that he saw it that he had to have it so yeah um yeah so we were looking forward to getting some more of these in and they've released a mexican range which is wicked they've got um two humbuckers they have and they because the other one the, the american one was single coals wasn't it so it was, it was a telecaster. Like a telecaster yeah so this one's humbucker mm-hmm. split coils and it's what the guitar should be i think I think that yeah. it'll be. I, I think loads of people will um, take it up. I think that it's a yeah. really cool looking guitar, it's different, and you know, with the humbucker side of things, I think it'll be. Yeah, uh, three different colors: mm-hmm. Lake Placid blue, candy apple red, surf green, mm-hmm. or like a metallic-y finish on the more. Uh, it's not maple with block inlays like the original no. Meteoris uh, Pau Ferro, which is like the the rosewood replacement uh, with dots, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know. All these little things that you might see as compromises, I just see them as being more for. Oh, no, I don't. And um, I think that yeah. it, 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 it's made the guitar mm. a proper desirable piece, I yeah. think. I, I, yeah, I'm, I, I know it's all preference. But I'm Rosewood over Maple anyway. Mm. You know, that's, yeah. But, um, yeah, more, you know, more high output rocky stuff. You know, the guitar is so comfortable as well mm. that, yeah, it's going to be, uh, be a winner, definitely. There's some really weird ones. There's the Strat 12. Yeah. 12 string. Uh, Stratocaster. They're not going to sell every day, but it's nice to have an electric 12-string available. Mm. You know, there's, and there's not much and there. a electric 12-string that is sort of comfortable to sit and play with. Yeah, it looks quite a bit like the old Burns kind of um, double six, I think. Or oh, is it the double six or the the Bison? I can't remember. But it was quite a retro look to it because mm-hmm. it didn't it have some like a precision body and the... So that's uh, that was another model. That's a different one, is it? Yeah. So there's I mean, like a there's yeah. So, so there's there's so there's another model in the range. Um, so the the twelve is just a strap body with the big hockey headstock. Yeah. Um, there's another model. I can't remember the name, but essentially it's the jazz bit. Like from it's good to have notes <laughs> from the <laughs> yeah uh, from the bridge pickup down is like a jazz bass body and um, it's got the jazz bass control plate and things like that. Uh, and then yeah, there's this kind of like a weird uh, like jazz mastery thing above it. The pick card's a different shape. It's have a look, you know, go and go and have a look at the it's Fender Alternate Reality when they when they all get announced and, and see what that is. Then you, it is really like the parallel universe where they've taken stuff. And it's it's more kooky, I think. Yeah. Because it was just like strat telly, you mm. know, and 
and vice versa last year. It kind of pawn. If do you remember the pawn shop um, yeah. range? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well back, almost that kind of um, mm-hmm. mentality, isn't it? Behind it, but um, you got that weird um, Telecaster. Um, oh, the t- uh, tenor tally. Tenor tally. So it's a ukulele, yeah. Right, oh, tenor guitar. Yeah, it's four string. Right, four string tenor guitar. And um, oh, and Tom's um, creeping Tom, over for some biscuits. Tom wants a biscuit. Shortbread, William. You can't. You, you can't sneak over and get away with it. Um, <laughs> we're telling everyone. Um, yeah, tenor tally. So it's basically a tenor guitar, but it's a Telecaster. Mm. Uh, available in a Lake Placid blue and butterscotch blonde. Yeah. Again, you've got use for it, or people yeah. want it for the quirk. It's nice to have these things out there. You know, like what will happen is they'll be available for a while, and then they'll disappear, and then you'll have random people asking from it random times because yeah. they need a tenor guitar. Tenor electric guitar. Yeah. Yeah, it's got like a four-pole. It's the same. It's like single coils like a Telecaster, but like, yeah, it's a mm. four-pole. That's the strangest one in terms of like market. Mm. In terms of like you know the market of guitar players, because uh, it's just not a guitar, I mm. guess, or a standard guitar. So um, the American stuff, then we've got. So that's the rarities, yeah. Rarities the rarities, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Exotic bits of wood, and it's yeah, it's very much like the fence. Like it's, it feels like the guys, the master builders in the custom shop, have sort of drafted these ideas, and then they've found a way to do them at sort of you know not master built prices. Then uh, you put it quite well before mm. uh, where you've said that it's kind of Fender it's the Fender tradition but with kind of the PRS kind of showroom feel to it Sheen yeah 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 so everything's like you know like quadruple A quilt tops they're all posh looking guitars they're ones that you're going to want in your collection kind of shining on the wall they they don't none of them really kind of struck me as ones that you'll take out gigging yeah. I, there's a couple of HSS's there weren't there maybe which um, yeah, there were things like the the, the the bases, and there was a yeah, it was a HSS strap, which were were less kind of glass cabinet yeah. style. The other ones were very much, but much in the same vein as you know, like any of the core line upwards of the PRS range. You're not going to want to scratch them. You know, you're going to they're ones that you treat with a lot of care. The Jimmy Page Telecaster, mm-hmm. big big um, draw. I think that will be in in the Nam Show. Yeah, you know, the, the, we've got we've ordered in. So of all the rarities collection, we've got. One, I think we've got all of that coming in, which means we can put it on our website. <laughs> and the Jimmy yeah. Page guitars, the it's, yep. they've got a Mexican one and they've got an American one. Yes, the Mexican one is the, the pretty one. It really is the is the painted one. I think the Mexican one is the dragon, isn't it? Yes, and the American one is the, the mirror. Mirror. So the American one, the mirror, that's the the white. It's kind of a really light, light blonde Telecaster. Uh, funny enough, Tom and I were watching some some uh, Yardbirds footage, and it's that Telecaster. Later on, you'll see it with like little circle mirrors on it, and they're actually giving you the mirrors like in the you know separately in the case mm. you can stick on yourself. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's um, specially designed pickups. Jimmy Page, Jimmy Page pickups in it. I did the quotation marks for people yeah. who were <laughs> <laughs> who couldn't hear that. Um, and then the dragon in is is yeah is very much mm. like his dragon. Funny enough, he's pictured with his dragon in the. He's just releasing a limited line of amps. That yeah. was announced today, mm. uh, um, and he's got that that guitar in the in the picture. I think um, it's the same guitar. I think my brother was telling me that uh, the neck is the is is the same. So the guitar changed. I think it got wrecked, right. and and I think the neck is the same. I might be wrong, but um, but yeah, 
So, and I think there's a bit of Squire stuff. There's some... Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of acoustic stuff. For, for, for As far as I know, the first time ever, they are doing production line of American acoustics. Ah. Well, no, they did... Um, so they've done like a custom before? shop line before. Right. Well, they call them custom shop, but they, they did have some going back, you know, four or five years ago. Right, but okay. they were never very strong sellers because Fender wasn't really taken that seriously as an acoustic brand yeah. up until maybe about you know eight well, nine years ago you know the pa- the yeah the paramounts kind of. have been good but you know they they sorted out the far eastern stuff um and you know that's been good quality for quite a while now yeah they brought the paramounts which people love um so i think they got another half dozen pedals coming out which is going to be um uh probably another conversation at some point yeah uh okay so prs yeah so prs have done a couple of new se releases so uh paul's guitar which is a really interesting one they're doing an se version so you've got a few more there's a few more sort of pickup switching options and things like that um there's a new single cut which i don't know if you've seen the picture Mm. but it just looks odd they've put the volume and tone in the strangest place no i haven't seen it it's it's honestly it's it's really really odd Mm. i do i don't know about that um, and they they're doing a something else as well. I can't quite remember that one. But the one that really was like, oh wow, they're doing a SE is the Paul's guitar. Yeah, because they've only ever done. I think that's doing this in remember March. I think that's cool. Hmm. Um, but we yeah. had a load of stuff in already yeah, off them. A couple of the new acoustics. Oh wow, in, yeah, which are really so, really nice. Uh, yes, yeah, so we had some of the new acoustics in on Friday. Stunning, absolutely stunning. There's a zero coat day one. And Zero Coat, it seems to be our favorite uh, favorite word of <laughs> at the moment. Ta- Takamine do a, a Zero Coat back and sides guitar, which is amazing. This one is again amazing. They do this this maple quilt top maple back and sides, just yeah, outstanding. If they're still here when you're listening to this and you want to come and play them, you should because they are. Well, it's a PRS acoustic. It's what you'd expect mm. it to be. Should we um, move on? Yeah, please. Let's do it. <laughs> Social media comment of the week. So here we go. Social media comment of the week. Now, Tom has prepared the comment. Oh, it's on the table underneath all the stuff. Do you want to read the comment out? Yeah. No. Andrew wants to read the comment out. Knuckleheaders. So that's the name of the user mm-hmm. on YouTube, Knuckleheaders. What video was it on, Tom? Um, Can't remember. It's quite, it was quite Good recent. Good work, though, Tom. It? it was quite recent. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyway, Knuckleheaders... <laughs> Sort of side um, side swipe with this one. There was a curveball I didn't expect to come, <laughs> and now he's now it's been brought out into the open. I can't help but think it every time. Well, you just say what he said. Jeez, the guy is literally a skinny version of Nick Frost. Now, for those of you that don't know, Nick Frost is the sort of other part, well, the partner in the comedy duo of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. So Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End, things like that. I can see it. I know it. <laughs> it's the teeth. We have the same teeth. Where the front two are in front of the others, and obviously I, I have usually got stubble, and he's usually got stubble as well. Yeah. So I can see it. I know exactly. Yeah, I agree. Knuckleheaders, I agree. So that's that is the uh, social media comment of the week. Social media comment of the week. Uh, so every week we're going to take a top five. Now last week was top five notable Jeffs. Now I didn't see this coming, and I'd prepared something far far more uh, relevant. Uh, to the podcast than that, but honestly, that's probably the best bit of last week's podcast. <laughs> and um, 
yeah, there's been a few customers that have come in and uh, talked about uh, talked about our favorite Jeffs. Uh, so what I prepared uh, was my choice of top five pedals that came through the shop last year. Okay. Um, now, interestingly, all these brands that I'm going to mention are obviously bringing up new things. The only brand that's on the list that I haven't seen anything from mm. is Boss, interestingly. So I haven't seen anything that's being released by them. I don't know if you've seen anything. No. Uh, yeah, there's been sort of nothing. They Obviously, they got their new amp range. I was up. told by somebody in the office with Boss the other day that there's not a great deal coming out at NAM, but watch out in remember March or April. There's quite a bit coming in coming out then. Some important things, apparently. That'd be good. So I'm going to rattle through. Mm. I won't go into too much detail. Please. Uh, <laughs> if you want to know more about my choices and you do come into the shop, ask me. Because I'll waffle on about pedals for... As long as you. So this is me pedals to. of 2018. Yeah, so they yeah, so so they were either out last year or they've come. We had them in the shop last year. Um, so no no order. You know, there's it's not a, it's not a run. Uh, first one is the Angry Driver by Boss. We had it and I tried it. And interestingly, I've never been a fan of the Blues Driver. Never bothered me. Never thought it was up mm. to much. I know obviously lots of people use it in front of, you know, marshals and things like that. Uh, never bothered me. Uh, was interested because of the JHS collaboration. Now, that's the American brand, mm. pedal brand JHS, not John Hornby's Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that interested me. Uh, tried it and just loved it straight away. So, I, so that, that's on my board, and I use that. That's always on. Funnily enough, always on the Blues driver side as well. So it's uh, yeah. in front of uh, an AC30. Next up is another drive. It is the Friedman BEOD. Uh, this will do pretty much anything you want it to do, uh, but it does the heavy stuff exceptionally well. Um, the other pedals that we've had in are the Deluxe and the uh, Dirty Shirley, Andrew. Dirty Shirley. You can't not say it in that accent. It's the best It's the best name, pedal name for that accent. So yeah, Freeman, obviously, they do all the, the high-end amplifier stuff, but yeah, the pedal stuff is wicked. We've got the, the wire in at the moment as well, which is... I think Tristan's tried a lot of the wires out against each other when that came in. Yeah. And said, by far, that's the, mm. that is the nicest one this year. Say what? Say what? So Fender have really upped their game last year with the new line of pedals that they did. So there's currently, I think, nine pedals in the range, and they are releasing a bunch more uh, in NAM now. It'll be this week. Uh, my favorite two uh, on the on of their, their range is the Marine Layer Reverb and the Pugilist Distortion. Uh, Marine Layer is a great reverb pedal. I think for the price, you're not going to get anything better mm. and the prices have just come down a little bit yeah weirdly so this, that's now under 100 quid yeah. at the time of you recording you don't get good reverbs under 100 quid generally do you? no 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 so three different types of reverb two variations of of each mm. um yeah great interestingly the delay that they brought out i didn't feel like did much as a you know mm. uh the we've sold a few of those and we've sold them to people who are after that kind of immediate slapback kind slap of thing you know it's style, a, yeah it, it's I think it's a delay that will suit some people very, very Definitely. well. But if you have to, like, a general purpose delay, which will do lots of everything, I don't know if it'll necessarily, you know, tick the general box for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the Pugilist and the Marine Layer. Now, the top pedal, weirdly, is a pedal that's 10 years old. So we started doing electroharmonics early last year, wasn't it? Mm. And we ended up doing a video of the Cathedral Reverb versus the Boss RV500. Yeah. So it's 10 years worth of difference, both digital delays. The technology hasn't changed in the Cathedral 
and obviously the boss is brand new. I think you you were um, comparing the bit rate. Yeah, so we were basically blind testing yeah. the two, trying to get the sounds as as close to each other as possible, and blind testing on different reverb effects. Which is, you know, it's apples and oranges anyway, in it, you know, mm. in as much as you got two different, um, two pedals, yeah. different pedals, they're different kind of architecture and everything inside. So, yeah. you know, you're never going to get it exactly the same. But you ask people to comment on just, you know, what felt the nicest. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of people who went for the it? cathedral, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, Tom is nodding for the benefit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, obviously you get options on the boss. That, you get options and you can do whatever you want and it'll do whatever and it'll drive your car for you. Vin- but you think 10 years, you know, that's 10 yeah. years ago. Vintage digital is a bit of a, a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that is, it is strange. I mean, that might be a thing. I've got, in the house, I've got um, a couple of old Zoom, I think they're 9,002 units, which are these little, um, to look at them, they look like a, a wireless unit that you put in your, in your strap, but um, in like something like 1989, 1990, Zoom produced these multi-effects units, mm-hmm. and Richie Sambori used them, Iron Maiden used them, Brian May used them. It was quite a few people adopted these things. They're very, very clever and for the time, but they had a proper kind of sound to them, you know, an unmistakable kind of digital, but it was good digital right. um, sound to them. And... You listen to any number of albums recorded between like 1989 and 1991, 1992, and you can't recreate these sounds without this kind of. People used to plug their guitar into the unit and then directly into the uh, into the desk, right? And yeah, they just sound completely unique. You know, mm. it, yeah, it's great. We'll have to get them in. I'll I'll bring one in definitely. Weirdly, I've got two of the same one because I got one and. It's digital, but you plug it in, and it takes fifty minutes to warm up before you what? get any sound. Yeah, to warm up or like to load, or is it fifty? I don't know what it is, but it's about 40, 50 minutes before I can get any kind of sound out of it. I think it's broke. Yeah, but but it works. So, you know, but why would it work after forty, fifty minutes and not immediately? Are you saying forty? Four, four zero. zero. Yeah, even if it was fourteen, you have to plan ahead. Well, I used to do. I used to put it on, go down and make tea, and then. <laughs> yeah. But the other one comes on straight away. Yeah, ah. I'll bring that one in. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, be. A oh yeah, we podcast. could uh, bring in for the podcast. Turn mm. it on at the beginning, and then by the time we get to gears for fears, it'll be ready to go. <laughs> I've come up with another idea for a segment. Okay. Elwin, who is one of our um, regulars. Yes. Um, Kate thought of it the other day, actually. She said we should have a, um, uh, a section called, because his name is Elwin Smiles. Yeah. And we should have a, a segment called Elwin Smiles. What made Elwin happy this week? And then just get a, a little I'll just get Elwin comment. to like, uh, yeah. do a little what's made, what, what's made you happy this week, Elwin? And just like a one sentence kind of. Brilliant. Let's do that then. So don't forget, if you have got any ideas, if you want to see anything featured or you want anything mentioned, then just let us know. You know, it's brilliant to hear people's feedback Mm. and the podcast, we are learning on how to do it and, you know, we're trying to improve it every single time. Yeah, so it was quite fun to do the jingles, wasn't it? Yeah. 
we that is actually on on biscuit news that is us yeah that is uh, andrew and i singing in our best 80s uh hair metal <laughs> voices <laughs> and um tom is responsible for social media comment of the week with all his little <laughs> all that kind of noise and biscuit consumption and biscuit consumption as he pats his belly <laughs> his sand outfit is not padding <laughs> So we have a section where Andrew just deflates. <laughs> so that is it for episode two. We will see you next Not week. Not quite as good as episode one. <laughs> we so, peaked. Yeah. So thanks for getting involved in the last one. Please leave your comments on this one. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Pop into the shop. Email seems sinister. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You any um, social media comments of the week for Adam? Send them through. Create a fake account. Pop them on YouTube. <laughs> And we'll be here same time next week. So we'll see you then for episode three. Say bye, and bye. Bye.